Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Business Success Podcast with myself, Adriana Cheshire, and Jonathan Keeble. Today, we're here with Graham Potts, who is the Managing Director and Majority Shareholder at Wessex Commercial Solutions. So from winning contracts, buying businesses, selling businesses, and everything in between that you can possibly imagine, you've had a lot of experience within business. Um, So actually, at Wessex Commercial Solutions, you say you're not just accountants, you do a lot more than that. Um, And your accountant services are founded and based and guided upon that real business knowledge that not only you, but also your other directors within the business have as well. So it's great to have you with us, Graham. Thank you very much for being with us. And it's great to be here. Thank you very much. Of course. Over to you, Jonathan. Yeah, welcome, Graham. Good to see welcome. you. Yeah. So, um, just tell us. Uh, let's go right back to the beginning. You know, um, when did you start West uh, Wessex Commercial Solutions, and why? Uh, thank you, Jonathan, uh, and hello, everybody. Started in two thousand and nine, actually, first uh, of April, believe it or not, uh, April Fools. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and the reason was. Uh, I'd been, it was the only time I was made redundant. I was managing director of Denham Oldfield, uh, which was a large energy support company throughout the world uh, in oil and gas. So we had uh, contracting and um, maintenance services, uh, and we had about 15 trades. And what happened was that with the recession, uh, I just felt that all my experiences that I had within West, uh, within um, Denhomes and previous, I also had my own companies, a couple of my own personal companies. And I thought that would be very good for helping small businesses because I'd actually been there yeah. uh, on both sides, commercial, uh, from, from point of view, corporate as well as personally. Okay, we, we've come across a lot of accountants, mm. but I think you're quite special. So, well, special, so, special, special in a good way. Oh, sorry, because you, you actually you offer more than just accountancy. But before we go down that route, uh, what actually makes your company different? I, I would say it's uh, obviously I'd always say the people. You know, I've got a great sure. staff. Yeah, um, and we've met them, and they are good. They are yeah, lovely. It, it's I think it's uh, that accountancy sometimes can be seen as. I don't know, this mystique when it's just basically numbers yep. and it's understanding how to interpret numbers. Mm. Um, um, so I think it's a part of the, the team, the fact that we've got the personalities. Um, I also think it's the way we're set up. Uh, it's my team are, well, we all work from home. We're virtual, which makes it yeah. different. We don't keep paper. We use all different apps and everything. We're always looking at better ways to actually get information in simpler mm. and to actually be able to interpret that information better. Um, so that's that. Uh, I think it's, if you think we're, we're family and we, that's yeah. why we like to work with small businesses because we're, yeah. I'm very family orientated as is, as are the team. Mm. So we like to look after people. Um, and I think that makes us different. And also it's the experiences because we've had businesses ourselves. Um, personally, I've lost and made money in business and my own and I've gone through all those experiences that's a really good experience though isn't it it's, I've gone through all those experiences that yeah. most I, I would say most business situations I've been through it either yeah. personally and if I have it it's probably co- corporately yeah. uh, because I've been involved with growing businesses closing businesses buying businesses selling businesses that gives you a lot of empathy with other businesses doesn't it they're going through what you've seen it is, and it's understanding where the issues are, which are usually around cash, staff, things like that, supply chain. But mm-hmm. actually, I've been in those positions, and yeah. I can help. Yeah. So I think that's really where I would say 
we're different is actually having that operational knowledge. Yeah. Oh, 100%. And it's not just learning from a book and, 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 and re- you know, regurgitating. You've actually lived lived those experiences and so forth but one of the things about your company and so forth which I, I think is really interesting is that you're really unique in specializing in zero that's the yeah. last yeah tell us a bit about that well I left practice many moons ago which I'm not gonna I don't want to say on here um, <laughs> you look very young yes. thank you <laughs> yes so I left practice when I was a baby because um, <laughs> I look forward yeah. and most accountants look back yeah um went into corporate like I said um also there was one thing that I set up uh, a business to get my wife back to work, and that's part of my values. Mm. And so I bought a business, actually, uh, through bonuses that I had. And I think what happened is that I never felt that accountancy was always in the past. Yeah. Whereas I looked future. That's clever. Sure. Now, we, as Wessex, we started using Zero in 2014, and I used it in one of my other companies, Kazor. And what I found was that actually, and it got better and better. Now, often with software companies, as you, as you um, grow and you use it more, then you have to go on a different version and everything. But with Zero, you didn't have to. It was also cloud-based. It was also set up cloud-based, not paper, but uh, desktop. Mm-hmm. It was the fact that I actually, with the information, I could actually put all the information there. And the big thing for me was also add what was called a open API, um, I think it's advanced programming interface. Yep. Whereas other ones didn't, they sort of said you had to have their products where this opened up to other areas. So if Zero didn't work for like, say, didn't have the right timesheet entry, you could get an app that would link with that. And it was all that. And I just felt it would actually give small businesses the right yeah. solution. The main thing for me is that all our clients are, either they do their accounts themselves or we do them, they have to have at least quarterly management accounts so they're up to date, which means we can actually give up-to-date business advice. How can you give business advice on accounts that are a year out of date? Uh Of course. So that, to me, was reason why we went for zero. Yeah. And, you know, at at that time, we we were basically doing consultancy and management accounts, and then we... Basically, brought, I brought in the chartered accountancy side, the sort of the year ends, corporation tax, personal tax, because I've, you know, I'm an institute of taxation, institute of chartered yeah. accountants, but I didn't think, you know, I just felt that was more for the past. But then I could see we brought it all together. Mm-hmm. So it's a mixture of the traditional accountant. It's the management, getting the management information, the processes, systems right so that you can get the right information. It gets into the system quickly. And it's then being able to advise properly. So it was the combination, and that's the reason why zero. Okay. Adriana, when you started off, I've got to say, your introduction into Wessex um, Commercial Solutions as to what they did was amazing. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to say too much because no, I you know actually, that's the whole you, conversation you, you, today. You, you did really well, and you really summed it up. But the thing is, you're not just an accountant, no. and this is what's so exciting about your company, is it's, it's other stuff that you add to it. Can you just tell us a bit more about that? Yeah, I, I think it's because I, I always look to, I always want to try and add value to clients. Yeah. Um, like I said, I relate to them. I've had my own companies. I've had, I've lost money in companies. Mm. I've had to close a company, you know, and it's the stress, you know, when, you, when you're a business owner, everybody thinks you're making millions. Yeah. yeah. Right. And a lot of time you're not. Mm. In fact, your employees are paid more. Isn't that true? Yes. And, and people so judge true. you as to what car you're driving. And the, they, just because you you're know, a nice car, they don't realise They you, don't realise that. You subsidise that yourself. <laughs> yes. And um, yeah. I just felt, I just, I connect with business, small business owners, you know, because I just felt that there was a missing gap there. Um, and having, 
you know, bought so my own businesses and that, yeah. and like I said, made money, lost money. I just wanted to give that help, that advice. Yeah. Now, with the corporate experience of being finance director, commercial director, managing director, chairman, non-exec director, and having my own companies and that, and I've been through, like I said, so many situations. And I've been through lots of operational things, you know, sort of problem contracts, problem people, Mm. problem cash. I've been there. And I just think there's there's just not, uh, you know, for businesses out in the Southwest, I don't think there's that real one-stop advice. And I think you just got to have people that, yeah, I just... They just need help, and they but they need it simple. Mm. Keep it. Simple, and how receptive stupid. are they? Do, do you think in this in these times as well, the, the businesses? I think they're getting more receptive, right? Because they're worried um, with recession. Yes, yeah. we are. Well, are we in recession? We're we not in recession. Well, you can have a look. The signs are definitely with the housing market and everything else. We are. We are in recession. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a hard time. You know, it's going to get tight. You know, with the way that the government have. You know, they've sort of been the austerity and personal allowances, tax bans and everything are not going to change. So you 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 might get wage increases, but you're going to go into different bands. So you're actually going to lose more of it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the same with staff. I think it's going to get harder. People, um, and I think what's happened is a lot of businesses suddenly realise actually they're not making the profits that they were. Yeah. Um, and that gets them more receptive. But the biggest issue for us, which hence we're here, is that people don't realise there's an alternative accountant. Yeah. They just don't realise. I know, and, and, and I, think, I think you've actually explained it really well in the name of your company, because it's Westex Commercial Solutions. So your target market is the commercial sector, right? And you're providing solutions, not only accountancy, but also business solutions and so forth, which actually comes back to your, you know, your th- over 30 years experience with businesses and buying them and selling them and, and so forth like that. And what I think quite often in, 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 in businesses is people go in, they think they know and stuff like that. And sometimes you can take, give them a shortcut by actually saying, I've done that, been there, His seen solution. it, all right? That's right. Uh, if you listen to me, I wouldn't go down that route. So you can take years of mistakes out of a business by just telling them and giving them real life examples. It is, and it's it's different stages of the business, right? Like, I've got one client that's very small, is growing. Cash is the big, biggest issue, and it's like how to spread the VAT, what yeah. you got to do, what mm-hmm. you say to them. You know, stop. You know, Christmas account. You know, telling them a month ahead. You you will stop. You're going to have to slow down your suppliers because you're going to run out of cash if you're not careful. Mm. And this is what we do. And then going the next stage is like taking on, right? You're taking on the employee, but then when you get the supervisor and how the structure is, and then when you need to put systems in, and then you know as you grow, and it's all those things that actually if you go through your first employee as you set up your first employee, your first supervisor, your first manager, you're growing and understanding then when you want to sell and when you want to exit that what's what's a business looking for because it's not you've put all this effort in. But to someone else, what's it worth to them? What's why are they want to buy you? Yeah. Because if they, if you don't get that across, you know, you won't get what you think the work, money worth of the company. Cool. And so, and would you sort of advise sort of businesses in these times anyway? Look at their business to sell, not necessarily to sell it, but get it in a state that it's so good that it's attractive to others, so it's actually attractive to yourself. Exactly. I think that's a key thing that they don't realise. It's the same. It doesn't matter if you're in a turnaround situation yeah. where you're really not doing well, whether you're going to sell the company, mm-hmm. whether you want to leave, you know, leave it for, you know, you know, sort of your, you know, children, you know, or it's an MBO or whatever. But if you get it in the best state, 
It's the same, whether it's t- all those situations, get your business in the right straight. And, and what, so, what sort of time frame would you give that? You know, if, if someone said, I'm, I'm thinking about selling my business, what time would you say, right, it will take you to get from here to a point where your business is attractive to actually, you know, to increase its value and make it attractive to, to buyers? How, you know, what well, is the time scale for that? I always say three to five years, which wow. sounds a long time, mm. but... You've got to have what you want to sell a business. You've got to have increasing profits. You've yep. got to have the right story. You've got to have stories. You've got to make sure you've protected your IP. You've got the right management team in place. Yep. You've got your customers protected, your supply chain, your intellectual property. All these things you need to make sure it's there. That takes time. And then you want to develop a story. And yeah. you don't want any skeletons in the cupboard. No. If you do, you've got to, they, they will find out. Yeah. And if they don't find out, they'll find out once they bought it and then they'll come for you. Yeah. So to right. keep your cash yeah. and to maximize the cash you get, not only to start with, but overall, because it, they often split it into, you know, upfront and earn out, you need to maximize and uh, understand where you are and actually give them a really good story with all the evidence behind. Because you know that if you go into somewhere and you see something, if you go like you're going around, the, you want to go and eat somewhere and you're, yep. you're going along the shop, you know, like and I like front. eating, that's for sure. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Um, you go in and we're all drawn to where there's more people. Yeah, it's true. Right, and it's perception. Does that's it look true. nice? It's then so you know, that's a really good point. And it? the ladies Probably. will always go to the toilet, and is the toilet nice? Because the toilet's clean. That's it. They're eat. Uh-huh. You've got to get your business in the same shape. Mm. You've got to make sure it looks nice when you go in. You know, the toilets are right, the service is right, the food is right. You get all these things right. Yeah, you'll get much more. For that's your such business. a good point because when I was, uh, my kids were younger. And we wanted to go into a restaurant or something or a pub to eat. I'd say, go and check the toilets out first. Because I used to think, if the toilets are clean, the kitchen will be clean because the manager's on top yeah. of the business. Yeah. It's a great and, analogy. And if, the, if, if the toilets are not clean, I'm not eating there. Yeah. I don't want to upset everybody in the hospitality trade, but get your toilets sorted. Well, it's toilets. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, it's, it's the whole thing. It's the biggest thing because, you know, it can put people off. Yeah. Mm. You know, and it just, yeah, there's some basics. It's like with any business, yeah. there's basic things you should do. A lot of it's around perception and making sure it's the little things that matter. Mm. It's not that big thing. They, you might have the best food, but if your toilets are rubbish, yeah. you won't get people in. No, They may come to start with, but they won't come back. No, that, yeah, because there's that worry, isn't it? Mm. You know. So the thing is, that's a lot of information we just got out in this podcast, yeah. on Graham, mm-hmm. isn't it? A lot of stuff. So, wow, where would you start um, if you just... Just a, a quick, easy one. Where would you start if you just wanted to consider selling your business? Where would you start? What, what would the, be the first thing you should do? The first thing is talk to someone. Yeah. yeah get someone in that's actually, yeah. ideally, Been there. someone who's actually mm-hmm. sold their own business nice. um, or been a part of that process. Yes, you can, you know, you've got um, people that sow businesses, um, you know, sort of there's uh, companies out there that sell your business. There's obviously accountants and the accountants are very good for, you know, your tax planning yeah. structure and all that. They're brilliant. Um, and we actually work with different accountants as well. So we're not, you know, we, we know where we're strong and where we're not so strong. Mm. So we have relationships with different companies, but um, get someone in who can advise you. Yeah. Because the more you do that and get it right, and I've been involved where they come up, you know, it's like they want to sell now. You still sell now, but it's not going to be the same price unless yeah. you've got everything in place. Yeah. But know where, where they're going to look. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I would say get someone who has been there. Doesn't matter who it is, just get someone who can advise you. Yeah. Now, we've known you for some time now, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. And we, you always come over very, very busy. 
So I'm going to ask you this question anyway. What do you do for fun? What do I do for fun? Well, apart from, you know, as we know, me and you have the banter and take the mic out of each other. Um, yes, so I like fun. I like to have banter. I don't, you know, sometimes you can go into clients and it's, um, yeah, it's a hard time, but you've got to go in with a bit of a smile and, you know, yeah. you've got to tell them where the problems are. You've got to be realistic, yeah. but also you've got to see where there's the, the potential. So yeah. it's fun. I like to have a laugh and that. Yeah. Um, what do I do? Um, I used to play sport, but now it's watching it. Um, with so who, who do you support? As football, I support Arsenal. Well, you're probably going to lose half the audience now. Yeah, I know. Sorry I like Arsenal t- too because my dad was in the Royal I'm Artillery. I'm sorry. So, um, and they're doing very well. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> and it was only because when I was five, I wanted to, my brother, I wanted, he was five years older. I was actually supporting Man United. Sorry, guys, everything. Yeah. But he supported Man United. And because he upset me, I'd switched to what his mate was. T- was now you've got Arsenal. the last laugh now, haven't so you? So I got the last yeah, laugh. So yeah. that's why I spent with Arsenal. Um, obviously, Exeter Chiefs yeah. uh, for the rugby. Of course. Um, yeah, so I like that. I've, you know, I've, I like to have experiences with that. So yeah. I've been, you know, sort of things like Wimbledon, Twickenham, um, going to Royal Ascot, things like that. I like yeah. it. I like the experience. I've also yeah. liked taking family, giving family experiences. Yeah. So I've, I've paid for them to go places and that. Wow. And I like that. So I think, because the more knowledge and experiences you've got, you realise if you can see different sort of cultures, different um, different walks of life, it makes you a little understand things a bit differently. Mm-hmm. You know, because when I've been in places like Kazakhstan, Azerbaijan, it's totally different, obviously, to the UK. Right. And it's understanding that. So it's letting people see different yeah. walks of life. Yeah. So I'd say that's one. Um, yeah. And... Um, and I say one of the other things is I can't do it so much because I've got a dodgy knee. But um, when I've had a couple of drinks, yeah, I tend to be known for my dad's dancing. Oh, nice! Dad's dancing. Yeah, yeah. We don't to, need to go there. Yeah, yeah, I tend to be music but, up. Well, yeah, and it's not just YMCA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's you know just yeah, area. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and get uh, carried away. Good so. for you anyway. So why not? Everyone else can dance. Yeah. So why not enjoy your dancing? So I think um, yeah. I think we've covered it. Yeah, it's been great chatting to you. Thank you very much. It's very clear that you're passionate about what you do um, and that Wessex Commercial are kind of there every step of the way with their clients. And you are definitely much more than just accountants. So if people want to get in touch with you and learn a little bit more about what you do and perhaps have an initial chat with you guys, how can they best do that? Well, um, you can search out uh, wessexcommercial.com yep. on the website. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. So you can message us. Um, basically whatever it is we will chat to you and one of the things we do everything's fixed price so we don't there's no surprises i meet people yeah. who might do it face to face depends where you are do it virtually but until we get to a point where we understand the scope of what you want and everything yep. mm-hmm. there's no cost in talking to us mm-hmm. so i'm open to chats to anybody Great. um and we will give up to an hour's free advice for prospective client or for clients and prospective clients and we we operate that sort of uh area where if a client rings us and they've got a problem we'll talk to them and unless it's going to take a lot of time you know we don't charge any extra mm-hmm. but then we'll scope it if it is an extra a different project of course. um so you can like i said the website's the easiest one brilliant um yeah sounds great thank you and i will leave those links in the um, description of the podcast as well thank you very much graham hope you enjoy the rest of your day yeah thank Thanks, you graham. yeah yeah it's thank I, you both. I, we've learned a lot actually and there's a lot being put in there mm. and so forth so uh, we could talk to you for another i guess an hour i suppose <laughs> 
Uh, we we <laughs> I could, and no I, I appreciate that, that Jonathan would... didn't, uh, didn't talk as much as me for a change. <laughs> now, I was listening this time, and it was good to listen. So well done, well done, Graham. I really enjoyed it. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. that.